This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Vampire the Masquerade from White Wolf Publishing. Frank is your storyteller. Alex plays Meriwether Quackenbush. Brennan plays Lex Deluxe. And Red plays Charlie Clark. Our theme music is by Seamus Ronan. My phone is buzzing with alerts. That means it's time to podcast. Uh, uh, we're doing du- this is Dungeon Not Included. We're doing Vampire the Masquerade. This is our second episode of this wonderful, wonderful, terrible '90s era game. <laughs> um, I'm Frank. I'm going to be storytelling for this for this uh, short series of sessions, and I'm joined with by uh, Brennan and Alex, who will be playing. Uh, Red should be joining us shortly. Uh, but yeah, let's do a little catch up on where everyone is. Oh, well, Red's here. Let's. Uh, as soon as the cam comes up, we'll, we'll throw it in. But a little catch up on where we were. It's the 90s. I think it's I, I, canonically 1990. Uh, <laughs> we're in Las Vegas. And we're, we have a group of three vampires who have one job. And their one job? Keep up the masquerade. So, of course, that's the only thing that uh, was uh, at risk at the end of our last session. So let's do a quick intro round for our characters since it's only the second episode. Uh, Alex, you want to take it away first? Sure. Uh, I play uh, Meriwether, um, Alex Tully. Uh, Alex Tully lives at on Twitter. Uh, and I play Meriwether Quackenbush. A, uh, I started as a vampire uh, art dealer and curator and have become an p- event planner, and that's so much better i'm so excited <laughs> to be playing uh this this awesome role yeah yes very mm-hmm. very cool all right uh torador vampire of course oh yeah Tor- torador uh which for those who don't know the lore means that i'm super into pretty things pretty people pretty if it sparkles or or has intrinsic value aesthetically i'm into it very good uh brennan how about you next uh, next, <laughs> I'm Brennan Taylor, uh, Brennan R. Taylor at uh, on uh, Twitter, and I'm playing Lex Deluxe, a Malkavian vampire who uh, is uh, basically permanently high, a, uh, a former uh, 80s glam rocker, now vampire. Very nice. Uh, great concept. Uh, I can't wait to see more of you uh, being a glam 80s rocker who's out <laughs> of touch in the 90s, yet woefully like on point for the 2021s. Right. Uh, beautifully, <laughs> like sadly on point. Like, oh, yeah, all right, this makes sense. Okay, and that leaves us with Red. Red, introduce your character. Hi, I am playing Charlie Clark. A Bruja, which if you're not familiar with Vampire, you know as much about what that means as I do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, She is a cowboy from the 1860s who got turned and now she's here, I guess. Now, indeed. All right. Uh, did I give? Uh, did I stole long enough for you all to throw open roll twenty, or do we still not do that? 
My roll uh, 20 is open. Mm -hmm. Red. You did stall long enough. I didn't open roll 20. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Just as good. Uh, uh, so, removed. Okay. Uh, so so yes, this use this opportunity to open up roll 20 because it's not a role playing yep. game if there isn't a lot, a lot of software involved. Um, oh, yeah. So I also uh, forgot to uh, load the correct version of roll 20. <laughs> so uh, what we basically have is a, um, a, a Vegas that is, you know, not quite full of vampires, but uh, the vampires that are there are rejects. Uh, mostly because there's at least four. I mean, there's three here, four. and then there's the Prince, so that's mm -hmm. four. <laughs> and um, not the artist formerly known as at this point, but the no, actual it's actually at this point, he's still Prince, he's not even the artist formerly. He's he hasn't taken a right. symbol on or anything. That was late 90s, early, right? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know my Prince history. <laughs> <laughs> Your Prince three, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna make that joke, but it doesn't really work. So yeah. I was I, I had something in my head about the history of the royal family going, but I don't know if that works either. But uh, oh, really quick, I'm gonna throw yes. this out there. This is mm -hmm. this is big for me. For those who have followed this podcast for at all, I actually brought a notebook to take notes. <gasps> now it's not just any notebook though; it's a it's a sticky pad. But check this out. It's oh, that's very. Wait, I want to see that full screen. Hold on, for those of yeah. you listening to the podcast, it's, I guess follow us on oh. Twitch. That's very, very neat, nice, right? It's, so that's it's perfect. a notepad shaped like a dead, like a chalk outline, and yep. uh, there's a hole where you can stick your pencil that's got like a bunch of fake blood around it. I for forget our podcast that this listeners. is not just a visual medium anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is also an audio. Medium. Yes, so me giving dead air of just showing this thing is great radio, <laughs> and all of us, all of us, just going ooh, ooh yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my first note that I would want to put on here, does anyone remember what my assistant's name is? Because we had Oh, that oh shit, it was so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, it, we recorded it on the comments was in it? our Facebook group, mm -hmm. uh, but it's not it's something like, I could pull up easily right now. We'll we'll figure it out. But, uh, you like, calling them assistant is probably on like you know <laughs> douchey oh. enough. Yeah, uh, I just want to make sure that I, when I yell at them, if I have to yell at them, that I can use their first name properly to yell. Well, right. you should I, um, have their full name, first, middle, and last, if you want to yell at them properly. That's true. Everybody knows that, that's that the is worst true. kind of yelling. I feel like Meriwether definitely scolds like a parent. Like a mom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm almost there. I uh, There's a lot of... A lot of Angry Super Bowl posts that I'm scrolling through, <laughs> mostly about trailers. Let's admit it. Um, I don't but... follow the superb owl. You know the superb owl. <laughs> I mean, Lucius that, Ali. Yeah. Ah, Lucius, Lucius Ali. Ali. I knew it was Lucius. Yep. There you go. We got but Lucius I wasn't Ali as the first official note on the dead body notepad. Years of being on social media have destroyed my ability to remember people's names. I just kind of know the letters <laughs> that make up their name and then the that symbol. And I'm like, yeah, that's I, you. I never remember names online. I remember profile pictures. So when people change their profile pictures, it really messes me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very accurate. Oh, all right. Now oh, that we are, you forgot to turn your lights on. Now that we're yeah. properly lit yeah. for role playing, let's <laughs> begin. Uh, last if game. If you want to uh, know, your, uh, 
<laughs> podcast listeners, if you want to know what the hell we're talking about half the time, we do a stream on Facebook and Twitch, Twitch dot uh, slash nonproduction. Uh, every non-productive whatever .tv you get the point this is like episode 52 yeah it's only been two years this is the first time we've advertised our live stream on the podcast I'm not even saying like oh 52 episodes you should know it by now Red I'm saying it's been 52 episodes we just now thought to tell people oh yeah Ah, great. Uh, But it's twitch.tv slash nonproductive. There, nitpickers. Uh, Every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, All right. So last week, um, Meriwether got a phone call in the middle of the day. Very unusual for your business model Mm -hmm. from a big uh, uh, bigwig, someone with deep pockets who has an in in the police force who says, uh, guess what? The next big thing that's going to hit Las Vegas is vampires. Uh, they're going to be all the rage uh, once people find out about this killing that happened mm-hmm. from a, by a vampire. And now uh, I believe the three of you are the only ones who are in on this, who know that this is going on and have to decide how you're going to handle it. Meriwether, how did you decide you wanted to handle it? Uh, Meriwether was told that this person wanted to essentially have a party to reveal this fact. So being Meriwether didn't get rich by not doing what clients asked. So he has decided to throw a coming out party for vampires essentially uh at this person's request um which is basically him doing the exact opposite of what he probably should do but was put in the situation so that's what he said he's gonna do uh his response for that was he immediately yeah he immediately vomited uh when he found out like exactly what how exactly how screwed he is and then um went to try and get some friends to help him so he can start coordinating uh, I believe our next step we decided was we gotta we gotta eventually see the prince. Uh, though since it's still daytime, we may have to kill some time before that, and that gives me time to plan some of this party as well. Yeah, I'm sad that this isn't set in the modern time because we can't make vampire gender reveal party jokes. It's true. Um, it is true about what how stupid gender yeah. reveal parties are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is how it all started. Like this. <laughs> yeah. Find out. I see some glitches in my camera. If you see them, then that's fine. Okay. Uh, yet, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Whatever. I think we left off in the. Um, it was actually a little early in the day, and we were in the um, casino. casino, the whatever casino you three are in. We're at the blackjack table, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where I'm working right. morning. So, so I. Uh, it's probably close to the end of all of your shifts, what you would like it to be, because uh, there's still the the annoying and evil sun is in the air. You can uh, try to muscle through and keep working during daylight, or uh, you can, you know, go to your places of shelter and meet back up, whatever you really like. Just let me know what you're thinking. I'm totally crawling back into my place of shelter and sleeping. Yeah. So Lex is beginning to crawl away. <laughs> Only slightly unusually because, you know, crawling. It's pretty right. yeah. yeah. What about Charlie? You've you've um 
you've you're been awake during the sun during sunup, which is what you want to do, even though you can't really look at the sun anymore. What 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 do you do during the days? Uh, well, Charlie does do like some early morning shifts at the blackjack table, but I think uh, she sort of like sleeps in shifts. Which is a real thing that used to happen around this time. Like you can hear about um, first sleep and second sleep in a lot of old literature. So I think she like sleeps from like noon to four and then wakes up and then does stuff at night and then goes to bed and wakes up like at the crack of dawn. All right. So still like very much a creature of habit. You're used to keeping these hours. And even though you can't be out in the sun, you're still doing things in your yeah. um where is your um haven unless you actually have like background points in haven that you built something really awesome you could just describe something relatively mundane and accessible uh or you could go yeah. nuts and do really cool. last session i said that the casino basically i have a hotel room that room. Okay. to the hotel that's attached to the casino so that's where i live I even again like Charlie's a, <laughs> Charlie's a cowboy. Charlie doesn't need much. It may even be like one of those low budget rooms that like people would be would complain if they got, but you're fine with. Oh, there's no view? Good. Yay, no sunlight. <laughs> yeah. Where is Lex's um hidey hole? Uh Lex has basically uh, a service closet that he's taken as his own. <laughs> wow, that is quite the scent. <laughs> I used to be a famous rocker, and now I get a service closet. All right. Yeah, he just views it as a place to sleep. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> mm -hmm. The world is his oyster. Mm -hmm. uh, what right. about Meriwether? What we didn't really define. Oh, I mean, Mary Meriwether has a suite, of course, like a really nice penthouse. Uh, it's got uh, triple reinforced windows that are uh, plexiglass, like bulletproof glass, followed by uh, sun by uh, like uh, sunglasses windows, followed by more unbreakable stuff, so that nothing can kind of get like a bird doesn't all of a sudden kill him by flying into the window. Uh, nice. so, <laughs> But he's got a, yeah, he's essentially, I think that he's been around since the founding of this building uh, and probably helped finance it. So it's got it in like the contract for the building that he gets the top floor suite uh, and it's in his family indefinitely. Uh, as long as the building stays, it can stay with him. So is, he's kind of just writing it out. And every couple of years, he's his own nephew or, or something comes nice. along. In order nice. to keep yeah, the... you have deep pockets, you have a lot of resources. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I took, I took, okay. I took a lot of resources at the beginning. So this building was uh, probably built in the '40s, and you, it's like, well, this was for you know the war, the great, yeah. the, <laughs> the the second Great War. Did mm -hmm. you keep accidentally referring to it as that? Okay, uh, great. So um, more likely than not, you're going to be sleeping for the next few hours, and uh, we will we can pick things back up. Uh, Merriweather can Merriweather is not going to sleep yet. Merriweather has some work to do because he has a job to do. So I think Merriweather needs to go see Lucius, if that's if that's okay. I need to at least make some quick contact yes. with him. Sure, uh, let's do that. So uh, he heads up to the office. He sees Lucius sitting at the desk. He pushes right past Lucius, finger out behind him, like "Come with me." 
uh, follows into the room. He, he's like, all right, so uh, we are throwing this party. Uh, we have to, oh, I, I assume Lucius, Lucius probably doesn't actually know. So let me start. Yeah, uh, that's what I want to know. Does Lucius know anything about who you are? Is he a uh, No. Oh, uh, can I have him be anything to you me? You can. If you give him your blood, oh, this is so... But like, can we just establish it that he's already under yes. my... Con okay, cool. Then that's what we're going to do. He's already uh, under whatever thrall, basic thrall, nothing like crazy, but enough that he depends on me. He's your Reinhold, but maybe not as Reinfeld. Reinfeld? Yeah, that's it. Renfield. Exactly. Renfield. Renfield. There. Renfield. Yeah, Renfield, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's my Renfield. Uh, and <laughs> so he comes in, he's like, hey, so, uh, so we're just throwing a party. Um, Susie, uh, I don't remember if we have, what's your, do we have her last name? Smith. I knew it was Susie Smith called. Uh, you are to get the following things. You're going to do the following things for me. Number one, you're going to call Susie Smith. You're going to find out exactly how many people she is planning on having at this thing. Because this is kind of up in the air still. I don't know what our numbers are. Secondly, and this is the most important. You're going to take that number and you're going to match it against every single ballroom, uh, hotel, uh, your pavilion, whatever we have that's indoors. Uh, and you're going to put that, take that name and you're going to send a, do, a nine, Oh, you're going to send a fax. You're going to send a fax to every person. And all it's going to say is this. Are you ready? Word for word. You owe me from the time with the thing with that guy. You know what I'm talking about. We need that room. You're going to send it to every single person. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, is uh, anything else is what's, uh, do we have to arrange for a space or? Well, that's what we're doing. You're going to get the space. You're, you're going to call these people. You're going to get the space. After we have that booked, then we're going to start thinking about decor. We're going to start thinking food. We have a week. We got a little bit of time. And as you know, people owe me a lot of favors. So we're, I'm not too worried about that. The concept, little high concept, and that's where I'm a little worried, but we'll, that's not for you to worry about right now. Okay. Okay. It's just that we're, we're pulling in a lot of favors if we're going to book spaces at every place. No, you're going to say that, and we can always tell them we don't need it anymore. Oh. We're going to get a couple. We're going to feel it out. But we're going to get as many places as possible because we need options. That's okay? so devious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's It's just, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is going to be great. He's All right. So right this is your job for the rest of the day. I'm going to go take a power nap. You don't get you don't look this good from just like being up all day. You gotta get the beauty sleep, all that stuff, right? Yes, of course. Yes, okay. you need your sleep. I'll make sure I field all the phone calls. I'm sorry Perfect. the one got through, but you know, okay. I no, time. no, money. Time is money. That's that's fine. It's okay. We got a big job out of this. You know what? You're doing a good job. Doing a good job, Lucius. Any glows? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anybody else have anything they want to do right before they go uh, to rest for a while or something they want to do during the night? Uh, Charlie, when you wake up, anything like that? Uh, I don't know. All right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Night falls and uh, you can awaken. Uh, just a little background for vampires. I believe this is true. This is my memory of it being how it works. Uh, you, I think, spend a point of blood a day effectively just being a vampire. So you do have to feed occasionally to restock. Uh, I'm almost certain that's true. If not, leave a comment. We'll have it on the screen and embarrass you. By showing the name <laughs> of everyone. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, if not that it actually costs blood to live every day, it does cost blood to do cool things. So you would need to feed eventually. Um, but yeah, it's nightfall. Uh, do the three of you would like to meet up and discuss your options at this point? 
I will only meet up with them if they specifically instructed for me to meet up with them. Right. Otherwise, uh, I'm going and looking for my band members. Who changed your a very year, good, So That's a very good question. I know that we had left with the concept of I need muscle and need to go to the prince. I don't know if we decided that you needed to come with me or not, but that can be a, that's a new question. Do you want to come or do you want to do your own thing? Well, I imagine that that's going to be where all the action is. So I should probably be dragged along. Right. Sure. There could be different fun ways of doing it. Either we, <laughs> either we agreed that like, all right, I'm going to meet you. I'm going to call you and come up or it's uh, does Meriwether get Charlie and go to find Lex or whatever. Let's let's Edie. Yeah, sure. Uh, we're going to say that we know where Lex is. Heidi hole is we probably know where each other's are um so uh Meriwether waits on changes but that's fine oh well do you, <laughs> would we know where yours is right now because we theoretically we're gonna go pick you up probably it's my backup Heidi hole which is you know in your hotel so oh okay uh then I guess we go knock on his door sure sure all right, Lex, tell us a little bit about what you've got set up right now. You could have found a few band members, some groupies could be around, whatever you want. How do you what set the stage for us? Okay, so yeah, when the door opens, there's clearly somebody else in there. Uh and Lex is uh he's waking up, but he's not at his best in the early evening. He he heats up as the night goes on. And he's sort of uh, looking at you bleary-eyed and saying, uh, this is early. Yeah, we're Behind going him, to You can see, see there's like rich curtains in this uh, little uh, maintenance closet, strings of lights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get your pants on. I'm going to see the prince. Oh, the prince. Let me put on something appropriate. What? What is appropriate? Paints us a word picture. <laughs> so he's wearing a, a silk shirt, uh, leather pants, and he has put on a white sequined vampire cape. Oh, yes. A la... Uh, Elvis crossed with Dracula. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Love it. So good. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't have any shoes on. Of course. Of course not. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, yes. Beautiful. Mary, Mary, yeah. Meriwether sees you come out and he's like, I love it. Love the cape. You, you know what? Good for you. Good for you. I Charlie love your just rolls her eyes. <laughs> what is Charlie wearing? Um, jeans, uh, button-up shirt, hat, cowboy oh, suit. Hat. <laughs> yeah. Does it look like, like, if anyone looking at you would be like, oh, you're trying for a look, but it's actually, no, this is, this isn't vintage, it's actually just what you wore at the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is, it is vintage in the sense that it was made in the 1860s, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Good stitch right. work. Good. Excellent. Well, it's okay. all like, you know, they make that shit to last, especially oh, yeah. if you're yeah. like 
riding horses and all that. <laughs> so it it's fine. Just took a few extra. It's probably washed out the color, but other than that, it's fine. <laughs> right. All right. So a quick reminder for everyone. Uh, just. Uh, and then we'll we'll read it out loud for the podcast listeners. The prince, the prince of Las Vegas, is Archie Stewart, uh, who is a real bastard. No one likes him, and no one really thinks he deserves this seat. Uh, and then, but most of the people who are doing all the actions for him, like all the day to day operations, are the Goon Squad, who insultingly are a group of six ghouls, his ghouls, who kind of do his business for, uh, throughout the day and night. Um, Lately, you have not been seeing much of other vampires in this area. There are a couple of vampires who are still active, but not many. Uh, that's partially because of the downswing that happened in the last 10 years in Vegas. So if we need any more references, we can go back to this. But for now, you're looking to talk to Archie. Um, okay. Uh, Mer who has, I believe, uh, Charlie has the most, uh, is it Renown? I can't remember the name for it. The, uh, the standing. Wow. Standing. Okay. Yes. All right, so Charlie actually, despite being here for muscle, might be the one to oh, get the status. audience. That's yes, that's 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 literally why Meriwether went to Charlie first was because he knows that I can I can talk all I want. I don't have nearly the the presence in the room as somebody who's as old as Charlie, yeah, uh, it, as it, generationally it, old as Charlie. And it's a weird mix because Charlie, I think Char Charlie's status is mostly like don't mess with you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Lex has got the standing in that some humans know who Lex is. Yeah, I have fame among humans. I have no standing among vampires. And Meriwether, you've got the money. Yes. Uh, which would, most situations would be the real power. But amongst the three of you, you have more than enough reason to, like, I need an audience. Mm -hmm. But you know, Archie is kind of this weird guy and we don't know what he's going to do. All right. So, uh, in the, uh, basement of one of the great, the older like convention centers, it's not even a casino is where the arch prince or uh, not the arch prince, the prince Archie happens to, uh, <laughs> hold court. Uh, he has not called any sort of court or any kind of traditional thing lately. Most of the vampires in this area have been kind of like on their own. Uh, but there are, there are means you can do. There are phone numbers and what have you you can call to attempt to secure uh, uh, a meeting with him. Uh, and today would be a good or tonight would be a good night to try. So it's basically this is almost a civic center for Las Vegas. It's like the it's at the edge of the strip. It's not even really part of the strip. And it's a really gross building that at least uh, two thirds of the people in this uh, this vampire group would kind of turn their nose up of why here out of out of all the places you could have picked. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's where it is. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go in there and make introductions. Who wants to be the person who does the, the talking first? Oh, I mean, my, I was going to say my first instinct would be for, for, since I, I, I would say me, uh, just cause only because Charlie's quiet and Lex is a wild card. Uh, that said, <laughs> I'm not sure that, that I'd like, I know Charlie says not me, but I feel like this is like an age before beauty situation. Like, I feel like you <laughs> almost want, uh, the, the front of the pack to be ancestrally the strongest. 
Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's not thrilled with that idea. It's fine. If Charlie, Charlie if you don't want it. like it. Okay. But Charlie will suck it the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's a convention center, but like what? What's the the layout? I guess is what I'm asking. Like, uh, so like at the front entrance, building? are there any goons? Like, what's uh, what's so going on? It's in a big civic on? building. There are staircases that go up. You've done things here in the past. Generally, you go to a um, uh, a side entrance, knock on the door. One of the goons or a goon will open up. Uh, the door and uh, identify, try to get you to identify yourself. Um, you have never had to explain who you are because you have enough status for them to just not ask and open the door for you. But you've seen them in the past, like pull rank, even though they're just ghouls, pull rank on Meriwether or Lex and just say your name, your status, what, what, what rank are you in the Camarilla, that kind of stuff. Uh, they've never done that to you though. Uh, yeah, yeah you, get, you get led into a back door and then you go out to a disused um, convention space, like a big open area with tables and what have you. Uh, you have not, I don't know, have you actually been outside of Las Vegas? Have you other, ever visited other vampire cities? Um, I don't think Charlie has, just because Charlie's not really a city kind of gal in general. Right. The only reason she likes Las Vegas is that it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. So maybe you just heard rumors from people who talk too much who say, like, this is not normal. This is not a real vampire city. This is not a mm -hmm. real vampire council. Um, but, yeah, that's what it's like here. Mm -hmm. All right. Go to that front door. Knock, knock. Yep. Uh, the little one of those little eye hole things slides open. Um, a pair of bloodshot eyes stare at you, hesitate for a moment, look past you at Meriwether and Lex, and then look directly at you, Charlie, and what do you say? Open up. There is a moment's hesitation, which you have not seen before with them, and the shutter closes, and uh, the door opens. Okay. I walk in. <laughs> yeah, there, it's just a long, well-lit hallway. The person opening the door is not someone who looks, seems very familiar to you, but um, looks... It's definitely one of the goons, right? Uh, it is not one of the goons. It looks oh. like a person who is uh, sort of sallow-faced, um, very pale, looks like they've been uh, fed on maybe too much, uh, but also kind of takes the role of a servant and just opens the door wide and lets you pass if you want to pass. You could also feel free to speak to them. Uh, maybe a late teens male. Poof. Huh. Uh, you all right there, kid? Uh, he looks really nervous. He's like, yes, yes, sir, ma'am. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm okay. Sorry, uh, you can go in. Yeah, you like, you've been eating enough red meat. Uh, he, he and like, I lean over and whisper in Charlie's ear. I'm like, he's the red meat. 
<laughs> he, he did almost react as if it was like a cruel joke you were saying. <laughs> Listen, I bumped up my humanity stat a lot. <laughs> I got like eight humanities. So I that's <laughs> so good. You are like legitimately a good person. Like you're a little yeah. bit better than your average person. Yeah, so I'm like, this kid does not look healthy. <laughs> your instincts are to go take care of him, like stop the mission to get him a sandwich. Yeah, like the mission could be the sandwich. Yeah, a roast beef sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> like if I say, uh, whenever your break's over, there's a diner around the corner. Just mention my name, and they'll get you a nice steak. And I walk on. So like, okay, yeah. he he yeah. looks like sh like confused by the whole notion of everything you said. Uh, it's, he probably doesn't get breaks <laughs> as a cool oh, servant. No. So he's like, oh, "What what is this about?" But he he nods. He's like, "Thank you." Yeah. Uh, I would also recommend some vitamin D. I hear sunshine is good. It's been a while, but I I'm not you know. Check it out. This is so monsters we are, less monsters we become. And as I walk by, I'm going to trail my finger across his chest. And I'm going to say, uh, if you want a real party, come by the rattlesnake later. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> if you would like to name this hapless NPC, please do. <laughs> yeah, right oh, oh, poor buddy. Good. Say it now. Or, or we may have to just call him roast beef. Uh, <laughs> no! roast beef. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, he closes the door and he returns to his uh, position at the door, but you could kind of. You feel him turning around and looking at you as you continue on. Where uh, Alex, this place write down roast beef as his name. Got it. Yep. <laughs> roast beef. Uh, yeah, this place feels um much more desolate and quiet and gray than you remember. Uh, back in the day, which would have been sometime in the last decade, uh, as unpopular as it was around here it, or as quiet, it, it, it wasn't this. Uh, uh, echoey, like you could hear your footprints walking down the hall, and nowhere in Vegas is it this silent and morose. Um, eventually, you make it to the the open uh, space where you've met maybe a dozen vampires over your, the course of the last few years here, and there are six of the 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 suited ghouls that make up the goon squad sitting at a uh, sort of on a dais, barely elevated, and no other vampires. No one else. Yo, where's the uh, prince? Curly, you may even feel like a little bit like this is a trap, because it just feels like... <laughs> it feels yeah. like one. Uh -huh. I, I say, where's the prince? The first uh, goon says... He has been detained. What do you mean, detained? He has a lot of responsibilities, says the other you. More so now than before the elders went to torpor. So it has fallen upon us to take up the slack. Prince Stuart will be here perhaps next month. Uh, his name's 
Archibald or Archie? Archie Stewart. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're referring to him by his last name. Oh, I was very confused. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Archie Stewart. Okay. I thought they were like actually saying the wrong name of the prince. I'm going to use the (laughs) game mechanics now. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Play the game! I'm going to look around using my auspects. Okay. Going to be fun. So I'm going to add this to the stream, though I don't know if we're going to need it quite yet. Uh, Yes. Uh, What level auspex are you using? What power are you using? Two, uh, which is the aura thing, right? Yeah. I want to sort of get a real look. I mean, I'm going to use my heightened senses, yes. But I want to kind of get a look at these guys as well. Okay. Um, So heightened senses is uh, giving you... You could hear the sound of somebody walking uh, two floors above. Like someone... It almost seems like they're pacing. Okay. Um, Other than that, this room is... You know, there's a vending machine struggling in the background. There's a few people in a back room, apparently in a kitchen area, because you could hear like the faintest sounds of pots and pans being moved around. Uh, Maybe two people doing that. Uh, uh, nothing else. Uh, you could smell the the vague sense of smell of urine that lingers around all these old civic buildings somehow. Um, that's basically it. The aura sense you you get from these six ghouls is that they are being. Extri- I don't have the color chart in front of me. They are being very um, evasive and a little like uh, specifically secretive they're trying to keep their cards close uh if you make me a perception awareness check you may see a few more things okay so i'm gonna have to figure out how to roll dice on this now yeah remember it's towards the bottom of the character sheet Mm -hmm. pick the two stats all right and the difficulty should be seven they are slightly trained So the two stats I need are perception and awareness and awareness alertness alertness. Yeah. Games are made up. Words are made up. It's all Mm -hmm. made up. In some games, in some of the world of darkness games, there is a difference between the two. Mm -hmm. You could also use a cult if you want, if you're more reading there, if you want to spend more energy reading it than actually noticing it. Um, no, th- this is fine. Uh, okay. pool mod is nothing, right? Yeah, and the difficulty would be six. You know what I'm waiting for more than anything. If we activated 3D dice correctly, Aww. I don't Let's think see. we did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, they did. Nice. I got a success. Yeah. Though. Look how slow. <laughs> oh. oh, cool. All right. Oh, loading. Oh. <laughs> I like that one 10 that was there until it became uh, three or something. So, yeah, yeah, it's not role playing without dice involved. So, you already see this, anyways. You had a success, so you see this without any complications. Um, you do s- the faintest aura in- amongst all of them is you see this little, uh, uh, how to describe this, black veins in their aura. The faintest hint of black veins. And do I know uh, what that means? With that, so with one success, you can know what it means, but you have to tell us exactly how you know about this and feel free to lay it in. It it does mean they have been feasting on vampire blood. 
which is not surprising. They are ghouls. But the way you heard it explained to you, or actually you fill in the gap on how you know about this, um, black veins really don't follow, happen unless you're diablerizing a vampire. If you've drank, drank every last drop of blood they had and killed them. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so you can uh, let us know exactly what that means to you. Is this all theoretical? It's that, all theoretical. Uh, I was told this by somebody who was trying to impress me by claiming they had diablerized someone and that, you know, you can tell because of the black veins in the aura that that's happened. I didn't believe him at the time. I thought he was full of shit. Oh man. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I just that's, figure, that's... you know, you'd been playing a lot of Ace Attorney and you like, you know how there's like the locks when people are lying. You've just, you just figured that out. <laughs> how you're, yeah. uh, or a reading. <laughs> Red, Red snuck in the part where we talk about other games, but like in the <laughs> middle of the... Oh, yeah. Listen, I have no frame of reference here. I have to pull in my own face. That's fine. Absolutely. Uh, yes. So with so one nice. success, uh, you know, you've seen this, obviously, you're... You know, we're not going to keep secrets in the game because it would be very boring if you just rolled and whiff happened. But uh, mm -hmm. you now also have a little bit more context with something from your past. So the person, whoever that was, who was trying to impress you, there, there, it seems as if there was more evidence that he that that was in fact the truth. Yeah, and uh, yeah. that's disturbing. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'm gonna kind of turn to uh, Charlie and Meriwether uh, and I give them a significant look <laughs> and then right. I turn and wander back and wander towards the ghouls where they're sitting on their little dais all right uh, I go up to is there like a table in front of them are they like a yeah board? The, so the space has mo lots of round tables that are just empty some chairs piled up some yeah. that are out uh, and the dais is maybe like two feet off the, the platform. Like I said, a very dinky little convention center. Yeah. And I'm just going to sort of lean on the table in front of them. And I'm going to say, uh, aren't you, uh, aren't you all a little, little too, uh, getting a little too fat on the, uh, the largesse of the prince. <laughs> He's they, putting you uh, in charge of vampires. All right. Uh, are you trying to intimidate them? Get something out of them? What do you what What do you try to do? Oh, I expect them to get pissed off more than anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm taunting them. <laughs> yeah, let's see if you actually do successfully taunt them because they're uh, otherwise they're going to just be very apologetic. As they are okay. to do, so uh, that would probably be manipulation, um, subterfuge, or manipulation, intimidation, something like that. Do you have any skills that you think will work? I, I'm good at subterfuge. Okay, go for it. Manipulation, subterfuge. I'm much better at that than perception <laughs> alertness. We'll say difficulty six as well. I can't remember. At one later edition of World of Darkness sets a base difficulty so that you're not flipping both die pool and difficulty, but I, it was either six or seven. I can't remember what it was. I'll look it up once we move closer to that edition. 
What did it do? Ooh. Oh, it rolled it twice. Look at all that great dice rolling. Yeah, two whole nice. successes. Two successes. Yeah. All right. So uh, they are gonna be you. What? What was the um, <laughs> the sound effect coming five minutes later? It's great. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. What's the? Uh, you want to be uh, pissed, right? Yeah. Okay. I want to. So I want to get a rise out of them. Yeah. Yeah. They start off with the whole. Of course, we don't like they're almost as if they were expecting this reaction from a vampire. Uh, but then they were like, what are you accusing us of? We are only doing, one of them says, we're only doing what the prince has asked us to do. Of course, we are just servants. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, uh, don't you know what happened in the French Revolution? You're not that old. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. They hesitate for a minute it's almost as if that's what their heads. Field, they're like, Wait, I am a little old? bit out of left field. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm already mm-hmm. that old. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that old. You're like, you are. Do you mean from a historical perspective, or you've definitely uh, confused them? They've. <laughs> They, they had a certain amount of, like, we knew how we were going to go into this, but now they're not sure. <laughs> do you mean... No, what, do you, what, are you, what are you referring to? I mean, uh, I think you've pulled out the old guillotine. Oh, oh, no. We, of course not. No, we are... The, uh, we did not do any... One of the six schools is trying to correct the other ones and said, just everyone calm down for a moment. We are merely here conveying what the prince has told us to. We, we've never, we do not think we're better than vampires. Uh, I mean, obviously there's, there's the prince and then there's you. Not that you're not an important vampire, within the community of vampires. It's just that we're, we're just doing what he's. And then another, they're, they're kind of like stumbling over each other a, de- a decent amount. So you've gotten them. Um, I rattled them. You've broken the facade of where sticks unified minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Each other. Yeah. And then I'm going to look back at Meriwether. so uh the malkavian has done what malkavians do and (laughs) instead of having like six ghouls who all speak with one voice now they're all kind of like flustered and speaking over each other there's not a lot of places to hide or do things right now because they've they're either focusing on each other or on lex but you do have a few moments to do something so meriwether charlie what what are you are you going to take any kind of advantage of this moment or what uh do you have a plan? Because I had an idea. Go for, you can go for it. I'll, I'll come okay. in a minute. Sure. Uh, Charlie sort of snaps her fingers and says, all right, all right. Enough quacking ducks. Where is the boss man? All right. So just sort of like in, in the middle of the confusion, assert yeah. your dominance. And mm-hmm. by the way, I didn't think you were going to say quack and bush because that's <laughs> <Yeah. really laughs> 
Mayweather's last name is just all right. Uh, sure. Do you let's um are you doing anything supernatural to assert your dominance, or do you just want to make this as a skill check? Um yeah, I'll say I don't have a lot I can I'm good at intimidation. <laughs> Oh, go That's for good, it because yeah. I'm terrible um, at it. So, yeah. yeah, manipulation, intimidation works. You could even um, add your dice. So, uh, do that dice pool addition with your um, sorry, scrolled by too quick, which is your status. Add two dice to that. So, okay, intimidate, um, yeah, manipulation, intimidation, and dice pool is two plus two. Manipulation. Intimidation. Oh. And is the, uh, um, is there is a, uh, yeah, what's the, uh, the, what's the skill check? Difficulty? Six. Difficulty. Yeah, six. Okay. Is it, yeah. Nice. Yeah, success. You one success. Like, one nice. success. We are successful by the skins. One set. <laughs> so, yeah. So barely successful. So describe how you you basically get what you want, but just barely. They're not quite breaking their facade any more than the confusion that they've been under. Thanks to Lex. What happens? I literally, Charlie just snaps her fingers and gets their attention and asks where Archie is. Um, if I'd say if she were more successful, she'd say something intimidating, but I think right now it's just her, like, uh, you know, status that is providing the intimidation. Like, her reputation okay. for being a badass. Alright, great. So, the at this moment, the sixth goo, uh, the, the goon squad basically take a deep breath, all in unison again. They're all on the same page again. Uh, they realize they've been played uh, in the most basic way possible by, like, ML Kavian <laughs> asking weird questions. Uh, <laughs> and um, then they, like, that moment of snap out of it makes them kind of realize what level they're at right now. So one of mm -hmm. them speaks up and says, after the, the deep sigh, says, Archie, the prince is indisposed. He's in the building, but he wishes not to be disturbed and has asked us to deal with whatever problem you bring to our table. We will give it to him as soon as possible. It seems like a genuine answer uh, from your reading, Charlie, and Lex, in terms of auspics, he is, it's mostly true. It's mostly true. Okay. Yeah, mostly true. They 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 are maybe a little concerned at this point that they they they're not going to get away with just saying don't talk to the prince. So they're they're mm -hmm. they're trying to meet you halfway. Mother, you want to get in on this? Oh yes. All right. So I know if you had a follow up with these, you're being no? you're being such a good tough guy. Uh, all right, so uh, Meriwether uh, steps forward and says, uh, Hi, Meriwether Quackenbush. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> hi. Uh, so uh, there's a problem that the prince needs to address, uh, and it's not something that's uh, 
at your pay grade and it's not at my pay grade. And like, if you, you look at me, you know what my pay grade is. Uh, so you need to get the, tell the prince that we are requesting an audience. Uh, it doesn't have to be right now. If he's indisposed, that's fine, but we need an audience by Friday and tell them that it's uh, of the utmost importance to maintaining the masquerade. Okay. <laughs> at that moment, they all kind of big eyes look at each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so just uh, behind the scenes, everybody has, a, I'm, there's a ghost is what that was. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in Generally in the World of Darkness, it's like uh, World of Darkness games, three successes is like a complete success. Uh, mm -hmm. We had one from Lex, one from Charlie. You can attempt to push them one way or another, especially giving them the leeway if it doesn't have to be right now, and see if you can push them into doing something you want them to do. Uh, they are falling. They're, they're, it's like very slow dominoes of them mm -hmm. slowly tipping over. Um, I'm honestly okay with... I'm, we can try and push it, but I'm really okay with coming at the princess request later if that's how they want to play it. If they're so intimidated by what I just said that they decide maybe we should do something that's i feel like that's on them uh Meriwether's okay. not going to push any further uh, i don't what so but you did put that there as like a low-key uh oh yeah like like i want essentially i want i want them to understand exactly how dire this is and i don't want it to think that we're just bullshitting like all right i mean you have a different personality than other people but i still think that's your manipulation intimidation so go so for I, it uh Manipulation, intimidation. It's going to be at least two more sessions of this, folks. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, I, I'm just double checking, make sure that if there's anything else I'm better no. at that I couldn't, I couldn't swing this into, because uh, I have, I'm better in expression than manipulation. But I'll okay, I actually don't mind that because you're basically you're painting a word picture for them, right? Yes. You say it's just the entirety of the vampire way of life. What so just I'm happened? My um. My but you're still manipulating them. So character sheet disappeared. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. It's, it's now behind. It somehow got behind the. Like I don't know if you guys can see my. No, hey, no. there we go. All right. So expression. We can't see your screen. No. Okay. Well, I don't know what's going on on your end. Uh, difficulty. <laughs> uh, difficulty is going to be six. Uh, no dice pull mo uh, modifier. Ooh, I'm just look at those! Special. I love the different color dice we all randomly have. I believe you have oh, two, three, su three successes. Three successes. Three successes. I, I I believe that is correct. Things. All right. Nice. Mm -hmm. Once again, for me, at least, the sound effect happened now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> of dice rolling. Uh, three, I got no clatter successes. this time. So, so, yeah. so, yeah, what happens? What? So, again, they are a unified of front of, like, horror movie cliches six people no names all dressed the same all talking with one voice then they get all sort of kerfuffled are like are our notes wrong is the malkavian from the revolution <laughs> from the french revolution <laughs> then the bruja scares them what is the how how does this work how does the torridor flip them over uh, I mean, I think that just the 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 words that I just used, I dropped. I feel like specifically stating that this is connected to maintaining the masquerade is enough of a keyword and phrase that they know that it's not something that is lightly fucked with. Uh, so they, I think they believe when I say that it's of utmost importance to that that it just sinks, it registers with them. 
Okay, cool. Do you in, like in everything you... that in everything that that and all the weight that comes with that? Like it's it's our most important thing. It's what they know the prince's in job the is. It's yeah. in the title. Yeah. Uh, do you actually <laughs> turn around like you're gonna leave? Like yeah. oh, just you know the the whole... oh yeah no no absolutely Meriwether does a like you know the but I'll see you later. Yep, let's we're gonna we're gonna go. You let us know when the prince is ready to you know save the town. Uh, right. you know, whatever whatever works for you. So as if you had planned, as if the three of you had planned this from the beginning, uh, it works. Like, <laughs> like Domino, they get tipped over. Um, mm -hmm. Confusion, fear, and then eventually uh, just, uh, I guess, more fear. Uh, they, they say, wait, wait here. And they snap their fingers. Uh, the, the, another sickly person comes up to them, uh, a young woman this time. Uh, they whisper something uh, in her ear and she goes up the staircase and you can hear uh, with heightened senses, you can hear her going up two flights of steps. While this is happening, Mary Mother just kind of walks, walking around and staring at me. You guys yeah. really let this place go. Like, do you need a decorator? I know people. Like, we can we can get this place back, you know, Get some music, get some nice lighting, some some plants. Plants bring out everything. Like you know, really, it'll bring the whole room together. What can I do for you? Are you feeding uh, your people? They are looking really, really unhealthy. Like, yeah, that would know, actually make the place look to... better too. That would actually make the I place look great too if you had like healthy looking people. I haven't had to eat like regular food in a hundred years or so but i don't think they're getting enough nutrition that's the thing that's a new fad right Nutri nutrition that is that is a word <laughs> yeah. we well, feed them all the time... beans and lard they can eat i don't know what's wrong uh... well, i mean last time i was at all looking at the medical text people were still talking about sanguine and stuff so i don't know what all this new well, we do a lot of bloodletting. That is are. true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Except yeah. that we don't have to it's use hard. leeches here. Yeah, we we are the leeches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great band name for your character, by oh, the way. Man. The leeches. We are the leeches. <laughs> uh, man, we that's only have so a few good. minutes left, so uh, maybe we should stop this before the prince shows up. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Do we have any things we need to wrap up beforehand? Nah, I don't think so, right? We just close out the podcast, so let, we we could do the prince appearance. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. Yes. Do we want to say like all the where to find this and where to watch and listen and blah blah blah? Oh, we could do that in a quick minute, I'm sure, yeah. uh, if we remember. So yes, um, the the one ghoul goes upstairs, and eventually she comes down uh, very quickly. She looks like she had the scare of her life. Uh, and runs in the back room where the few other servants are there. And the ghouls kind of look at each other and then look at you and say, he will be down shortly. This is not in keeping with Archie at all. Like he is a, a dapper kind of dude. Uh, he's just annoying, but not something you would be terrified of. Mm -hmm. uh, and down the staircase, you hear thump. Thump, thump, like something struggling to make its way all the way down the steps. And eventually the door creaks open 
and I'm not going to cut it right here. Uh, you see Archie. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, you see Archie Stewart. He is wearing his uh, best Victorian drab, um, meaning it is uh, kind of withered and aged on his body like a male Miss Havisham. Uh, great expectations reference. Good reference. Uh, he is um, I don't know that starved. Is. He looks like he has not fed uh, well in quite a while. So sunken eyes, fangs bared. Um, uh, it, the eyes themselves are bloodshot, but nothing. There's no sign of blood anywhere else in his uh, in his pallor. Mm -hmm. uh, he uh, looks paranoid. Uh, his eyes are shifting left and right. He's looking at every corner, every every shadow the building. Uh, uh, has and in fact, one of the goons goes to the lights and puts up all the house lights as high as they go so that there are even less shadows, thus, places for him to lurk, uh, for him to be afraid of. Uh, the ghouls, uh, reach out, the, the goon squad come down from the dais and help him, uh, up to a seat, um, because apparently he is that feeble. He has never really seemed like a strong individual to most of you. Charlie, you probably think he was always a pushover. You've known him the longest, um, unfortunately. But he's never been like this. Uh, and uh, he says, tell me about what threatens my city. And this person is beyond insane from the look in his eyes. Uh, which I'm actually very curious about what Lex feels about that. <laughs> we'll give you a last <laughs> word and then we'll cut for the night. What Lex feels about it? Yeah, about seeing yeah. the person who seems completely deranged. Hmm. Lex seems completely uh, uh, unsurprised in, right. in any way. Uh, and he just sort of nods at the prince. Uh, Meriwether, Charlie, what are you? What about you two? Shit, we gotta take care of this ourselves. <laughs> yeah, this is the second game, Char Charlie. Has said we're gonna take care of this. Yeah. I mean, what we're supposed to hand it off to to this guy who's who looks like he's been starving himself. Oh, I just read like, that. I thought, yeah. I thought Charlie was going to take care of the prince. No! Take care of the masquerade problem, not the prince. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus. Meriwether, are you uh, concerned? What? She's not that bad. Uh, Mary, Meriwether bows and says, uh, Your Highness, you look horrid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my right. goodness! So it's yeah. like concern from Charlie <laughs> of the amount of work that she would have to do, um, or that they that they have to do it themselves. Meriwether snark and Lex is like, all right, cool, yeah, that's fine, <laughs> perfect, uh, great. Uh, we have to do experience points now. Uh, it is uh, pretty basic. I oh, where's my table? There's a specific table for White Wolf. It's one for showing up, one for great role playing. Everybody's doing a wonderful job. Uh, I think there's a learning curve of the characters, which we're almost at. That's what I try to do at the end. We'll do a learning curve, like as your characters progress through the story. Did anyone do anything amazing uh, this uh, this game that they thought like, wow, I definitely showcased my character. I think Brennan did a good job using his uh, power. I definitely think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I no. give credit where credit's due. That was awesome. Yeah, I didn't seeing that done. That was cool. 
I really did enjoy the whole driving them like to confusion and distraction. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's, uh, I think, four for everyone. Uh, I will find the chart that I'm supposed to be using for this. Uh, also, here's a little fun thing. We are using Vampire the Masquerade. I think this is second edition. This is the hardcover before the revise, before all the other cool things were added to it. Uh, and I'm also, every week, I'm going to try to pull another book from my shelf and throw a random thing from it. Oh, cool. Uh, including uh, this book, which should be showing up pretty soon. This is some really hard-to-see art. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is actually not that bad. It's pretty clear. Yeah, that one's pretty right. clear. Yeah. The other ones, I had no clue what they were. Oh, you don't know that this is a furry, <laughs> furry <laughs> man jumping on a bedazzled woman? What? Is she yeah. what? Oh, what? I see yeah. this. Yeah. I <laughs> Amazing. It's on a page that says Mortal Society. What about this is Mortal <laughs> Society? <laughs> I think, I mean, if you don't get it, man, I can't explain it to you. <laughs> I know we're going a little over, but I just I haven't one of those I really love this game. Including yeah. there's, um, there is a two-point merit called Approved Friendship. Approved Friendship. So it's approved so friendship. Like, like, oh, it's like, well, oh yeah, it's like a one-point flaw called Secret Friendship. Oh, well, it's, it's, I think it makes I, sense in context, context. The book I'm looking at is a bunch of like renegade evil vampires. So I'm I, sure they I have kinda, something I kind of like it against being, being friends. I kind of like it being that there's like a rule set. Like that book is dedicated just to like your mom. Like your mom has the friends that they accept and the friends that you're like you don't tell your mom your friends with right. because they know you're getting trouble. Like we're you not can hang out and do vampire stuff with these people. Yeah, but don't just be <laughs> but those other vampires. Mm -hmm. are a bad influence on you. You're going to yeah, lose so, so much they're, humanity. Yeah, there's there that's a group of bad apples right there. This <laughs> I love that. Uh, All right. Oh uh yes, so for uh please please absolutely follow our podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcatcher Dungeon oh, Not Included yeah. is the name of the show. Uh give us a five-star review and leave a comment that would be wonderful. You could also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash nonpro is where we stream, but you could also get us at facebook.com dungeon not included and on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash nonproductive. Uh, yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I thank you folks for letting me uh, enjoy having these books in my life for some reason. <laughs> oh, thank honestly, you for bringing that on. For so many moves. <laughs> and now for like, your homework assignment for this week, read Carmilla. If you've already read Carmilla, <laughs> read it again. Yeah. Red has been pimping Carmilla. We really need to have a whole adventure based on Carmilla. Oh else. my god. Well, it would just be about Charlie because it's about lesbian vampires. So these it... I'm I'm on board. I'm on board for this story. Um but uh, yes. I will say from what somebody else who is more into vampire has described to me, Carmilla is a Toriador. Like, okay. very yeah. obsessive, very, like, into Laura. Like, that's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's very um, good. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think, 
that's probably maybe even the archetype for the Toreador. Uh, probably not, yeah. not too far off. There is a lot fun of fact. legitimately good in this game. It's a lot of fun and the background. Some of it's a little like we don't need this many names for things. <laughs> right. <laughs> too many yeah. names. It's a special vampire sleep. No, it's just you're asleep. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Good night, How everybody. <laughs> actually uh inspired by John Sheridan Le Fano, who wrote Carmilla. So fun fact. Yeah. Right? Now know. good night, everybody. <laughs> now good night, everyone. Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives, as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.